Welcome back to Good Luck Sis. We are recording virtual, so I know you guys see the whole different setup, but um, we didn't want to wait until we could meet in person again and do uh, in-person recording, and we wanted to get episodes out, um, so we are recording virtual. So I'm here. I'm your host, Ellie. And I'm your host, Tati J, and just know the devil did not want us to be here today. But here we are. <laughs> it's We're like, here. I didn't realize how um, how much it took to do the whole virtual recording, guys. It takes a lot. You know, you see us here, but the actions behind getting, um, you know, all this set up takes time. So I'm using three chairs and a suitcase <laughs> to help <laughs> put this setup together. Okay. It's a motivation. It's I love it. So click play <laughs> and download the episode, please. And thank you. So last time, um, I believe Tati and I recorded, um, we had just released our name and all the previous episodes you guys have been receiving and have been watching or listening to have just been episodes that we had recorded um in a batch you can say mm-hmm. um so this episode yeah back in july so this episode is a mo- more recent current one so this one will allow us to catch up talk about current events that are happening in this crazy world that we live in um so yeah i'm excited it has it, it's definitely been a long time since we had a virtual recording um but i don't miss i it. don't miss it but we'll be back soon in person Yes. It took us some um, about one hour to get this all yeah. set up. But we're here. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. So yeah. Tati, tell us how you've been, what's going on. Well, I've been good. So since we recorded in July, I finally, finally started this job that I interviewed for back in January. And I know throughout the year, I was like, yeah, hopefully I start this job. So I finally started. It's been a month now. Um, It's going, you know, (laughs) I went to school. (laughs) You went to school for this. (laughs) I went to school for this. Um, I've been officially on my own for five days. And for those of you who don't know, I am a pediatric nurse practitioner. This is my first job in this role. And for those of you who don't know what a nurse practitioner is, I always say it's a med school in half the time specifically focused on a certain population. Like med school, you got to go through all of this extra nonsense, even if you never do that type of specialty in your life. Me, went to nursing school for four years, went to grad school for two and a half years. In Massachusetts, I have full licensure, which means I don't have to work under a doctor. I have the same ability to do what a doctor does as a nurse practitioner. So that's what I do. But it'd be hard. You got this. You know, and I was talking, go ahead. I think it's just like, you know, starting a new job, um, we put a lot on ourselves to just get it right. And we put ourselves on the same level as someone who's been in a job for five years, but that's not what it is. Like, 
you know, I often like me and Tati talking, I'm like, hey, just start off slow. Like pretend like you don't know anything because <laughs> that way <laughs> like in the way of like pretending so you um, so the other um, nurse practitioners can like guide you, because oftentimes yeah. when you act like, you know, everything, which you might, um, they just throw you out to the wolves and, you know, you just have to like take everything Exactly. And, yeah. and what's really hard with my position is that I worked as a nurse for four years. So they know my work ethic and they know my capability. So it's not like, I don't want to say they're pushing me out the door system, but it's definitely, they probably wouldn't treat someone they didn't yeah. know who was new the way they're treating me. Not in a negative way, but in, oh, girl, you got this. Maybe I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't. But that's where we are now. Um, I was telling Ellie the other day, like... This time last year, I was depressed trying to get to this point. Mm. So I'm grateful I am truly walking in an answered prayer. But sometimes your prayers don't always look like what you think they would look like. And I understand I'm very new. Like, literally, I've only been doing this for a month. And I've been on my own for only five days. So very, very new. I think also, though, and I've always said this, nursing is part of my purpose. But is it my passion? No. So I kind of took an extra step forward diving deeper into this career knowing it's not my passion mm-hmm. but knowing also I have a gift for it at the same time so it's really hard when you have a gift for something but it's not your passion it may be with God's will but it's not your passion like I said so kinda, it's part of your story it's your story yes. it's Tati J's story you know exactly. you know God so, allowed you to make it here and you're going to be a successful nurse practitioner and he has better plans for you he has more um, he has like more for you, more things that you can do in life. Yes. And um, I was telling Ellie, like, I'm happy, but it kind of highlights like, oh, Lord, I can't do this every day. <laughs> like already I have that feeling because I just feel like I'm proud of myself for getting into this career and stepping in. It's a big accomplishment. I'm so proud of myself. But it's like, oh, this is not where you feel like your heart is calling you like. I've advanced so much in my education and my career, which is great, but it's like the other side of me that I really want to dive into. Mm -hmm. Not saying I'm stagnant, but I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. And it kind of highlights that more like, damn, I'm still in this nine to five, still doing this. And it's like the other side that I want to take off isn't there yet, but maybe one day at a time. time. I feel like oftentimes we rush into the next you know it's just like Mm -hmm. you said like around this time last year you were praying for this right and here you are in this next step I think we need to like take the time to really fully embrace what is going on in our lives sometimes and even sometimes it's rocky it's not what we expect it to be but I feel like just taking it all in and when it's time to move on to the next thing in life it will happen I feel like we're always just like you know, next thing, next thing. But to be honest, for like all our life, it's been mapped out. Let's be real. Like you finish yeah. middle school, you go to high school, high school, college, college, grad school. Right. And I feel like yeah. oftentimes I feel like what um, that's why a lot of people go back to grad school sometimes or get another degree because it's just like you feel kind of like okay, what's next? What am I supposed yeah. to be doing with my life? I fulfilled everything I needed to do. I'm a failure because now I'm not doing anything. Like sometimes life can be stagnant. Yeah. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think 
not used to it. Not used like, to it's it. Always, yeah. There's always something going on. And I guess I'm happy for the being stagnant because it gives me time to really work on my craft in terms of my career and get used to this position. Yeah. But I ain't going to hold you. Like today, I was tired. Mm. And I only worked half a day, Ellie. And I came here and I was like, damn, I got to record. Like I was so drained mm-hmm. working half a day. And I was just like, what's going to happen when I'm fully seeing the amount of patients I'm like, I, I'm just thinking about the energy that I already don't have. And it's scary. Cause yeah. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I, I'm scared to be tired. Like mm-hmm. I'm scared. And especially when it's like, like I said, it's not my passion. Yeah. Like I like it, but it's not it. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. It's hard to put it into words, but it's like, I'm happy mm-hmm. where I'm at. I made it this far. Yay. But if this was the podcast, if this was my poetry, if this was something like that, mm-hmm. my energy wouldn't be as depleted because it would be, because it would be feeding my soul. My full, my soul is not being fed mm. with what I'm doing right now. And you're going to feel like that. You know, I think you're proud of where you are and you're proud of what you're doing. But at the same time, you're not doing something that feeds your soul. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, it's that yeah, feeding that soul again. Remember yeah. what we were talking about, about the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just makes you feel better when you feel like you're feeding other people's souls and mm-hmm. you're also feeding your soul at the same time. Yeah, and my job is very give, give, give. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm giving all my energy, all my knowledge to one person, then to go to the next, then to go to the next. I don't have time to sit and let all of that energy go and have time to pour back into myself. I'm depleting. Yeah. All these people took it. Right. They took all my energy. Where am I going to get that back? And, you know, I often used to wonder when I saw other people who went to nursing school or became a doctor and they're not practicing. And I'm always like, Oh, why? But now like, what a waste. Yeah. Why I, do, I used to, but now I'm like, Hey, if you became a doctor and you decide that you don't want to practice anymore, it is what it is. Whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, Period. whatever feeds your soul. Period. Yeah. I would love by like 30, 31 to have it be <laughs> part-time if not per diem by choice yeah to have another mainstream because we'll you want to you you want to really practice and yeah i'm not trying to be burnt out <laughs> i completely understand it but what's going on with you um wedding planning yes fiance about to be bride period um mm. so for me has just been um wedding planning um a lot has been done already I am shocked, but not shock, (laughs) but it's just more (laughs) like I, I, so basically I got proposed to in April and I took a while to start wedding planning. I started wedding planning in July, Mm -hmm. but in that month of July, I literally got a lot done. Like everything was booked. I recently just booked one last thing. Um, mm-hmm. so it's just like, I had to make up for the months that I miss. And it's so funny because after my proposal, everyone was like, when are you starting wedding planning? When I'm like, just give me, Enjoy being a fiance. Yes. I'm like, just give me time. Just give me time. I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done. And I'm happy. I took like three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three months to start wedding planning because it just really takes most of your day and you're constantly planning. Cause like I could be yeah. chilling on the couch and I'm watching a show. And I'm already doing something. I'm already wedding planning, reviewing something. You know, it's just like you're really not um, taking a break. It's like a part time. It's like a part time Mm -hmm. job. But I am very, very grateful. I've had uh, hundreds of like I had all the support possible. 
hundred percent of support from my friends, my family. Like it's amazing. Like if you don't have like people helping you plan a wedding, like you need to get new friends or you need to get new family members. <laughs> like it's amazing. It's just, it's amazing to see the people, um, that really are there to help and support you. So I couldn't have done it alone. Um, Tati over here planning my bachelorette. Hey. We'll be out here. Um, so I am very thankful um, for all the help. It's it's great. I feel like I couldn't have done it all alone. Like, I really think that's hard. And um, I'm not that type A person that plans things alone. I like to include people in, like, my planning and stuff. So I, I work really well with other people, too. And I know everyone's strengths. All my friends, I know their strengths. So it's just like, I was like, I've been to trips with Tati all my life. <laughs> <laughs> so um I trust Tati to plan this bachelorette you know so it's just like what I would recommend for any bride that's planning their wedding is to like um you know use your friends as get resources yeah, yeah get that group use your friends yeah use your friends use your friends Mind you, she says I'm planning the bachelorette she's got a whole itinerary for <laughs> what am I doing I'm just sending out save the date remember save the date yes. and planning some other stuff in case but you don't know how much out. that lifts a whole weight off my shoulder yes i'll put like i created the um invitation i sent it to tati but tati text everyone for me like that saved me like a whole hour you know what i mean like that helps so much <laughs> um but yeah we've just been wedding planning you know i started a new job um and starting my new job had made me realize how much um so deep into my career I am like I'm so bro I started in 2018 um working in research and um for those who don't know I work in grants management um so all the federal grants and um or institutional grants that um are coming in or going out you know I manage them and um yeah, I started in clinical research and then I worked my way up the ladder and here I am now. And I realized how confident I'm in my work now. Before I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm always learning a new career. Um, yeah. Cause when I left clinical research, I went into grants management, um, research administration. So I had to learn that. And luckily for me, yeah. found a great um, boss who I am now working with again. Um, yeah. yeah, she like guide me through it. And, um, I'm here now in my career where I'm actually settled and I'm not learning a new career. And it feels, (laughs) it feels great. The the only thing I'm learning is just the way of the institution. Cause like the institution I was before I was in before it's different from how they do things now, but I'm so like confident in how I handle like my work, you know? So it feels good not learning a new career. It just, yeah, and feeling more it's confident. A, like a breath of fresh air. It, yes, I, it I is. There. <laughs> you will, you will. Like, like in a few months or a year from now, it <laughs> takes about six months to learn yeah. something new. So in a couple of months or so, you'll be like, you know, top notch. Yeah. Maybe at this point, I'm just looking forward to the bachelor. Just get me there. <laughs> I, like, I, I realize in life, like, you really got to have stuff to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And to me, that's trips. Like, honestly, because what else in life am I really looking forward to? Like, like life is good, but it's like, oh, yeah, I get to go out to eat with my friends, which is fun, and I enjoy that. But, like, I need something out of the ordinary to look up to. I need to not have a trip book, flight book to somewhere where I can 
detach from everything home. You're right. I feel like with life now, the fact that we're getting older, I feel like this is it. You know, like it? it's not <laughs> it's not as exciting when we were little yeah or like when we were in like um college or when we were um damn what kind of episode is about to be (laughs) we diving deep no it life is it's scary unexpected scary it reminds me it it reminds me of the phone call we had the other day when we talked about the unexpected life is so unexpected i'm not gonna one day me and ellie i'm not gonna dive into that because (laughs) me and ellie need to i really think we should have an episode about this i'm being so serious i think we need to have an episode about this but i feel like it needs to be it needs to be prepared. I don't want to scare anybody. Yeah. But exactly. I'm sure that Ellie, a lot of people are tapped in the head. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are thinking like this. Like we just we just think life is so unexpected. It scares <laughs> us. And we think about our Haitian mothers have yes. traumatized us basically. Our Haitian mother has traumatized us, you know. And it just really shows us how like I don't I'm trying to I'm trying to explain to you how Ellie now is compared to like old Ellie, like how I feel about life. It's just more of like, I'm on a constant, like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because now I'm I'm responsible for myself compared to I used to be living with my parents. I don't think it's that. It's just life is so, it's different in the sense of like, there's so much that is just so, like it's unexpected. I'm grateful to live. That's and I, that's what that's it a is. Wild thing to like, say. I'm grateful to live and I love my life. But if I think about this being my life every day, I'm unhappy. Like I'm okay now. Okay. I'm not necessarily. I'm happy. So but if this is what my life is. So you literally. Me, I'm unhappy. So you literally took what I had to say. Mm-hmm. You literally said what I had to say, because that's how it feels like, and it's like. I'm really, this is, I was going to get into this episode. It's about gratefulness, right? It's not that I'm ungrateful about life. Life is great. Because here I am again. I think I I hit this, this happened to me in 2021. And I feel like since 2021, this has been happening to me. Where life is good, you have everything. You have the job you want. You have the relationship you want. You have everything you need. But why does it feel like it's, life is not enough? Like, this is not enough, like you have everything that you wanted like life is good you have the house you have the career and this is why they say rich people and stuff like that well like when they're depressed everyone's like why are you so depressed it's like you can be good and you're just not it's just not enough not money wise not i mean granted (laughs) would a little bit more money help yeah but plays a big role you know i don't buy happiness but it buys a lot (laughs) yeah um (laughs) but for me personally i can only speak for myself like and when i get like this and this is why i do a blessings jar every year because sometimes you just really gotta remind yourself of the blessings you have because it's like so human of us to forget all that we've been through and all that god has gotten us out of we're like yeah like right now i'm good i'm happy i'm proud i'm 28 and i in my career all this stuff but like if in two years nothing in my life changes Mm. i'm gonna be if in one year nothing in my life changes i'm gonna be unhappy this is good for now and i just don't see where that change is coming from 
And that's scary because like how you say in a year or two, if nothing changes, that is scary because for me right now, every year something has changed. Every year I, I work towards a goal, but I've hit rock bottom where I don't, the podcast is my goal, but I don't have such a major goal. Or is it the fact that I'm not sitting with myself and I'm not being honest on what I have to actually do? I don't think you're a person to sit still, though. I'm not. So, I, I don't know if you got to work on that. <laughs> I definitely have to work on it. Add it because to my therapy I list. I don't see you. Because even you just saying that, since you were a whole fiance planning a wedding. And once the wedding's done, what are you going to what do? What am I going to do? You're going to sit and be a wife. But can you sit and be a wife? I, In I, terms of, like, that's what you're just sitting, you're chill, you're working and you're a wife. I'm always working it. towards a major goal. I'm always working towards one. Do you have to though? I it it makes me happy. It makes me feel like I I have a purpose or I'm I'm headed towards but somewhere. But like what you just told me, sometimes you just got to enjoy what is there. where you are at. Yeah. So, you know, I, like to be honest, I don't know how to I've never had a year where life is stagnant, where life is... And that's what I, I feel like for you, too, because the past year and a half to two years, it's been change after change after change it's after change. It's been change, and that's what all I know. What are you going to do when that high comes down and there's no more change for This a is the high, and I was explaining this on another podcast I was mm-hmm. a guest on. I was just like, I've hit... I think I've actually hit the place in my life where I have to sit down with myself and talk about what is figure out what is my purpose, like what I have to actually do. And it's very in the, um, the host of the podcast told me that it can make me feel very uncomfortable and I do feel uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I don't know how to actually sit with myself and figure out what that is. And am I not being honest with myself on what it actually is? Like, has God already shown me? And I'm like, "Mm, no. So do you feel like, you've hit the peak of your 20s. I feel like if my, I'm 29. Exactly. I can close my, I can close my 20 chapter. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can actually close my, I can proudly say, I feel like I've worked hard enough. Like I've hit, I'm in my career. I wish, yeah, I, I wish obviously I could be making more money, but I think I've hit the, the, the best amount in my, you know, I'm making a good, I'm making good enough money um, in my career. And the career was actually very important for me um, in my twenties. And like, you know, I'm in an amazing relationship and, you know, God has done so much for me. So I feel like my, tw- the chapter, my 20th, my 20 years chapter mm-hmm. can now close. And now that I'm entering my 30, I feel like now is just like, I'm trying to figure out what is it? What is next? I think enter your thirties with standing still. That is my goal. After, like I said, after the wedding, baby, I don't. Unless you're about to have a kid right away, which I don't think that's part of your plans. Like, oh, hold me <laughs> mentally. <laughs> I, think, I say this all the time. Mentally, physically, I my mind is just not there. Not mentally, physically. <laughs> mentally and physically. But baby, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um. I think, um, yeah, I think just like you said, sitting with yourself and trying to figure out, but also you don't necessarily have to do that right away. 
Like you can, you don't have, and that's the thing too, which gets so frustrating. It's like, God, show me, show me, show me, show me, show me. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm tired. Like sometimes it's just like, yo, just chill out. It's going to come to you. You don't always got to say, show me, show me, show me. He's going to show it to you regardless. Right. So I think just, like I said, just chill out and be a wife and be, and be Ellie and enjoy not having to start from scratch with the job. Enjoy not being in the, the dirty ass streets of dating. Enjoy being done wedding planning. Just enjoy the moments of completion. But that's starting something new. Truthfully, that's not enough. For now. And it doesn't need to stop forever. I know, I know. But even then it just doesn't feel I of course sometimes I just feel like life can just pause. I wish life, you know, everything's just happening so fast. So I wish, you know, things could just like slow down and pause, obviously. But at the same time, I need to figure out, I'm on a mission of figuring out what is next. And I am very impatient with God. I'm being truthful, God. I'm very impatient. I'm trying to figure out what is next. And I don't want God to be upset with me because he's like, Hey, I've given all this and you're not taking it all in. Are you ungrateful? I am not ungrateful. I'm very much grateful. It's just, I know there's something more that he has for me. So that is just my talk with God. (laughs) And I'm sharing with you guys. Five years ago, this was more. Yeah. So enjoy so this being your more. What is it? I don't know if anybody else goes through this too. I'm like, what is it that makes us feel that we need to just fast track into like next thing, next thing, and not just take a pause and enjoy what we have? I don't know. Because it's like a part of it is the next thing, but a part of it is it being the right thing. Like the next thing for me was to graduate. The next thing for me was to pass on boards. The next thing was for me was to career, start my career. I did the next thing. So what's next for you? It's not even what's next for me. It's what's right for me. Mm. Like not saying these were wrong, but now I'm done. I don't want to go to the next thing if it's not the right thing. I'm tired of like checking things off just because I felt like I had to. Like no one forced me to go back to grad school, but I ain't gonna hold you. If my mom wasn't like, oh, <laughs> like basically if you, you're not going back to school, if she didn't do that, I'll be chilling being a nurse right now. No problem. Honestly, yeah. truly, because at first I wanted to be an MP, but then I kind of cooled down. I was like, you know, I'm good. And she was like, oh no, baby, <laughs> you're going back. Right. So I went back. I did the things I was supposed to do I did the things that, yeah, it benefited me. I'm not going to take hold you. Like, it benefits me. It's great. It's like, at that point, I had no kids, no husband. Why not get a degree? Why not set myself up for the future? But I'm ready to do the thing that's actually meant for me. I think that's Um, what it is. So it's like, unfortunately, if that takes five years and I'm going to be in a stagnant place for five years in terms of, like, this is what my life looks like. Waking up, being a nurse practitioner, coming home, recording the podcast, putting the grind in, hoping for a breakthrough mm-hmm. until the right thing comes along. Then I guess that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Not, you know, I don't necessarily want it, but there needs to be a time of repetitiveness before change. Mm-hmm. Like that's just, every day is not a change. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a time where you're doing the same thing over and over again until one day change happens. That's just how it goes. So I'm scared of that because then I don't want to get like discouraged mm-hmm. from what I'm truly meant to do. Yeah. Like I said, like I don't want this to be my life for the next five years. Yeah. I really don't. I think it's, but. I think also figuring out how to also, you know, 
be grateful for what you have worked for and at the same time of practicing patience for what is to come next. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's what it is. Like I'm trying that. to live in my like, this is my moment. This is what I prayed for. You know, I'm trying to live in that my answered prayers mm-hmm. and at the same time asking for patience for what is next. Because that's what happens when God has been showing out for you. Like, mm-hmm. to be honest, that's what happens. God continuously shows out for you. He continuously be- blesses you. you. Graduate, get a great job. You go back to school, graduate, you know, next thing, next thing, next thing. He continues mm-hmm. sh- shows out for you. But then you hit a pause in your life yeah. where it's just like, I think this is God telling you just like, be still be still be still and just you know be grateful for all that has happened is there i mean this is not meant to be like the new year's episode new year's <laughs> but typically you know us we typically talk around the end of the year we talk yeah. about goals is there i mean even though your goal should be to be still yeah is there anything you see yourself entering the new year with that's going to help you either be still or figure out this purpose that you're trying to figure out? Is there anything you've thought about that's going to help you get there? Um, haven't really thought of it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to be, my mind's always running a hundred miles per hour every day, you know, planning things, you know, you have the wedding, working mm-hmm. with the podcast. So it's just figuring out how to be still, you know, mm. I'm still learning on how to do so. Um, so I'm hoping that by the end of this year, I can figure out, I'm going to therapy. <laughs> I'm going to therapy. <laughs> I got to talk to my therapist. How, yeah. how can I be still? How can I, you know? So yeah, I will go to therapy y'all and I'm going to figure out how to be still and how to enjoy what I have in front of me and enjoy, you know, my answered prayers. So I guess that brings us to what I wanted to really talk about today. We actually just like dived right into what I had to talk about. (laughs) So gratitude, you know, um, how do we show gratitude um, in our everyday life? You know, I just think that oftentimes with all the crazy things that are happening in the world, we often forget on how to show gratitude, gratitude on how for all the things, first of all, that, you know, God has done for us in our life and for all the things that, you know, he has provided us with. So it's like, how do we remember to show gratitude? I think me like, and you know, I would say intention matters because like me and Ellie mentioned earlier, like some conversations we have is like, oh, our minds go to a dark place. And I think sometimes I'm grateful out of fear that if I'm not grateful, it will be taken away. So mm-hmm. if I don't say thank you, and granted, I am grateful, but it's like, it's because I'm thinking about, oh my God, what if I don't get this? Or what if this gets taken away from me? Oh God, thank you for everything I have. So gratitude is a tricky thing because you can be grateful for something but not show it, or you can be grateful for the wrong reasons. I think just me, even simple things, I try to like, if I get somewhere safely, I'm like, God, thank you. When I be coming home from work and I'm tired and I'm drained, I'd be like, God, thank you. Like I made it through the day. 
even though it's probably more so of a like, oh my Lord, Jesus, I didn't think I was going to survive, but still saying the words, God, thank you. Um, going back to the blessing jar, being able to go through the year and see all of the blessings that God has given me and being able to thank him for all those small moments that I may have forgotten otherwise. Um, I think it's a good way to show that you're grateful. Like we've said, it's very easy to not be grateful. Um, but I also think being grateful is, although we're talking about being still and that's warranted and that's needed, I think being grateful sometimes is taking the opportunities that God gives in front of us. Let's be honest, sometimes we're lazy. Even me, I feel like God is going to be like, sis, do you even deserve this blessing because you are so lazy? Mm -hmm. I feel like there's so much more I could be doing with Tati's testimonies. There's so much more I could be pouring into the podcast. And these are the things that I say feeding my soul. But it's like, sis, it feeds your soul. What are you putting? What are you feeding it? Right. But it's so hard when you have other things in your life that you have to do, like your nine to five or your family or whatever, that you can't really slack in those areas to pour into other areas. Yeah. Kind of like those things can't slip. So because of that, the other things that you truly want, the opportunities that you're begging God to give you seems to slip. So mm. one thing I definitely prayed for this year was being disciplined. Mm. And that's something I definitely like, I want to work on. I've been a lot more disciplined when it can, comes to my health, eating healthy, working out, losing weight. And I feel like that is transitioning to other aspects of my life. But I told God, like, I want to show you that I can be disciplined. It's even things like simply cleaning my room. I don't even have a regimen, but I do a lot more than I used to. And simple things like just being disciplined enough for myself to show him, oh, hey, by the way, I'm getting better. By the way, I can be consistent. Right. And I think that's showing that I'm grateful for the things I have. I'm grateful for the body I have. I'm grateful for the room I have. I'm grateful for the house I have because I'm able to take care and do upkeep and show you, thank you for this. I'm going to take care of it. So. I think that also allows God to see that you're preparing for the next thing you're asking in life, you know? And, um, and gratitude is an action. And I feel like at the same time, it also helps our overwhelm, like, Oh, our over, like our, our being in general and in, in general, right? Like our health, our mind, like cleaning your room that helps, you know, clears. I know like for me, when I feel clutter and my room's cluttered, if I clean it out, I feel so much better. Right. So much better. So much better. And I know some people say that, you know, writing what you're grateful for and the start of your day is very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and I was reading something that said, um, so it's two psychologists did a research um, so it was from the University of California and the other one was from the University of Miami. And in the study, they asked all participants to write a few sentences each week, focusing on particular to um, topics. And one group, one group wrote about things they were grateful for that had occurred during the week. And then the second group wrote about things that had um, displeased them. And the third group wrote about events that had affected them. And um, they didn't really emphasize if it was positive or negative. And then after 10 weeks, um, those who wrote about gratitude were more optimistic and felt better yeah. about their lives. That's the same. So I'm asking, like, that's something I started doing in the beginning of this year. And I fell off. 
So it's just like discipline plays such a big role. And just like I'm asked, like you said, I'm, I'm asking God in general for just more discipline in life. One is, I don't know if anybody else is feeling like this, but I'm tired. Like I'm the energy that I used to be able to put into certain things. Like I don't have that energy anymore. So like one of my constant prayers is just like, God, I just need strength. I just need the energy that I used to have back in the day to just pour how I used to put 50, 100% in work. And I used to go to grad school and put another 100%. I was putting 200% every single day, every single day. I just need that same energy so I can put 200% on everything. So, so okay. And this is the problem with us because it's like, we said we we're going to cut off in 10 minutes and here we go because you just opened up something. This dead ass, like, when I say I'm tired, mm-hmm. I don't, when I say I'm t- like, guys, I come home and I genuinely am afraid because, and it gets me dead ass emotional because I'm just like, how can I carry on feeling this way? Mm. and i've tried so hard i'm like okay i have to be anemic i'm not anemic i'm like okay yes i'm vitamin d deficient i really got to get back on that though because if they do say vitamin d plays a like a role in energy fatigue i've looked into gut health i it just doesn't make sense to me and i'm trying to understand if okay i'm physically tired but is it coming from a spiritual mental emotional space because it doesn't make sense that no matter what i do I feel completely drained and I'm just kind of like, is this part of me not living the way I believe I'm supposed to live? Like not living in my passion yet, not having, not feel, is this my soul being depleted? Mm. Am I never going to get that energy back until my soul is fed? Fed, yeah. Like, I don't know when that's going to happen, but what I do know, I can't go every day feeling Feeling like this this empty and drained and it makes me so frustrated because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Like I graduated college college, Lord Jesus. <laughs> grad school last year. Realistically, I was only working two to four times a week by my choice until recently. Yeah. And I was so drained. And that's something it's not me being physically lazy. It's not all of that. I think but it's it feels deeper. It feels like that I'm getting the physical feelings of it, but it it's definitely something deeper. And you know what? Um, I'm not going to say the reason why yet, but I am going to be out of work for five weeks. And I told myself that, like, I really need to dig deep and figure out what is going on. Mm. Like, what is it that is draining me? And not only that, how can I replenish myself? Because I'm too young for this feeling of... This is what I've been... When I mentioned before that I wanted to take a pause, sometimes I just feel like taking a pause. I just need to feel replenished. Like, Mm -hmm. I just feel, like, drained out. St. Martin somewhat (laughs) replenished me. It did. But Ellie knows the love I have for St. Martin. It did. I just want to know what it was at that moment that made me feel replenished. Like, what was it? And the thing about it is, it's like, I often feel like I'm not, here's the whole thing, I got to be still. I often feel like I'm not doing enough. What is causing me to feel so burned out? Like, what is it? I think it's your environment and the people around you, which is scary because it's not like they're 
draining your energy. But like, even when I come home to do nothing, there's always something. Mm. Which is why, and then it's like, I still live at home with my parents. And maybe when I get my own place, it will be less of that. But right now, this is where I am. So even when I come home, it's, it's something's always going to happen. I need to always do something regardless. And I think traveling and getting away takes you away from all of your, you're, you're so disconnected. Yeah. It takes you away from everything. You, like my birthday trip, we did, we didn't even get drunk. We did nothing. We didn't even, we didn't even party. When you go away, you don't have any of that. And I truly feel like even though it didn't replenish me fully, that was the last time I can think about where I was truly at like a tranquil, peaceful state. Yeah. And felt okay. Since then, baby, I've been on E. <laughs> Empty. Well, yeah, this was the episode. I hope someone connected to this. It's just how we've been feeling, mm-hmm. how life has been going. Um, but I am a hundred percent so grateful for what has what God has done for me this year. Um, I know Tati also, um, and I'm just hoping that I continue to show my gratitude towards him. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go back to doing so. I'm gonna be. I'm hope I have my gratitude journal. So I'm gonna go back to every morning, just writing like two things that I'm grateful for, um, and hoping that that helps me start my morning right. Yeah, yeah. Let me know how it goes. And y'all, if y'all have any tips on how to not be depleted, gratefulness, anything, please let us know. Please Absolutely. comment, DMs, all of that. Appreciate we always love to get some tips. So thank you guys to tuning in to Good Luck Sis. We'll catch you guys on our next episode. Bye guys. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) Bye.